When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Loveman here with Joe Shasky. We're coming at you every week with all the best Giants content. Make sure you've liked this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. Share it. Review it. Yell, jump on top of a building and scream to everybody that they need to listen to this podcast because we are where it is at for all things Giants talk. Now, I want to get into kind of some quick hits here uh, before we get out of here, Shasky. And uh, first thing I want to do is I want to get back onto Michael Conforto. Um, cause we were kind of looking at him side-eyed a little bit this first month and I kind of wanted to wait a little bit before I really got onto the, he's getting coming around bandwagon. Then he got his average above 200. I think it's at 215 now, like you mentioned, I'm starting to come around on Michael Conforto. Now his last seven games, he's hitting 385, uh, three home runs, 10 hits. He's not as Homer dependent. One thing about Michael Conforto that you could definitely say coming, you know, so far this year, he can hit home runs and he can walk. He's, you know, uh, yeah, I think he has like a top 15 walk rate right now. He is, but now you're seeing more. He's starting to get non home runs. He's starting to get on base with not walks. And so I'm kind of curious when you look at Michael Conforto right now, where's kind of your confidence level on him and just kind of, yeah, just where are you at right now with Michael Conforto? Here's where I'm at. I don't care. I don't care how great or how bad he plays. He's a rental. Like, that's how I'm viewing Michael Conforto. Mm-hmm. I'm just being real. Like, I'm rooting for him. I want him to do well. To me, I want him to be moved at the deadline no matter what, whether that's to get me a good prospect, whether that's not. Like, I want him to increase his value, obviously, so he plays well. But at the same time, I'm not getting emotionally attached to him at all. No, because I know he's really not in the, the long-term future. I like him. He's solid. I think he can help a contending team. Like, him on the right team. I think he's a nice seven hitter for somebody. I do. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But for this team, like, come on, Sam. Like, look at the contract. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not getting my I'm not getting my emotions all wound up over him. No, I, I agree with you. And I think and I and I think the Giants and even Conforto would agree with this with this thought here in that if Michael Conforto is not on the Giants next year, I think that's a win. That's a win yes. for everybody. It's a win for the Giants. Yes. It's a win for us. It's a win for him because it means yeah. that he played well enough to go secure the bag elsewhere. Yeah. And that's what the Giants are doing. Hopefully he can continue that trend. Right now, of all of the, the opt-out guys, um, he's probably doing the best right now in, in, in the most likely to not be on the Giants next year. Uh, two guys who right now are trending as if they are going to be on the Giants or unemployed next year, Shamanai and Ross Stripling. Stripling... I mean, you said it already. He looks done. Manaya, the other night, I think it was Tuesday night, you know, I'm seeing Duvall warm up in the bullpen in the eighth inning. And I'm also seeing Sean Manaya warm up in the bullpen in the eighth inning. And I'm like, what, what's going on here? Why is Manaya in the bullpen? And then almost as if he heard me, Kruko's like, oh, yeah, there's Sean Manaya. He's probably getting ready for a potential Bryce Harper, you know, matchup. And I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 no. That cannot happen. We need to get out of this inning immediately. Right on cue, Tyler Rogers gets a ground ball and then a fly ball to get out of the inning. Thank you, Tyler Rogers, for that. Well, the Rogers but, brothers are coming around. They are coming around. But when it comes to Stripling and Manaya, 
Hank Shulman was on this podcast last year, and he talked about the big thing with the Giants is their ability to flip pitchers around. And so I'm kind of curious with the way that Manaya and Stripling have been this year, is that kind of hurting that reputation? Or is this just like a eventually you're going to have a couple pitchers that just, that just don't get it? I mean, was Tyler Anderson great for the Giants? So, so he wasn't bad. He wasn't this bad. No, he wasn't this bad. Yeah. I mean, but he had more left in the tank, right? But so, I mean, they, I, yeah, because I, well, he he was a solid pitcher for them in 2020. I think he had their only complete game in 2020. He did. He did. But so, I, I mean, it was like a handful of starts. But you yeah, know what I mean? Like, and, so yeah, like, I, we're, I'm probably jumping the gun there. But like, no, I don't think this, these are two guys that are at the end of their career. I mean, that that's yeah. really what it is. I, and I don't knock the Giants. I think they're the last on a lot of people's list in terms of places to go because they're not in contention. Um, so teams that want to acquire a fourth or fifth starter, that guy wants to play somewhere where he can get good run support and can win and gets great defense. That's not what the Giants were viewed as during no. the offseason. So this is the best that they could do. Um, yeah. My bigger thing is I am very curious to see – what the rotations are going to look like in terms of projections from the minor leagues. You hear about Kyle Harrison, Sean Jelly. Uh, I don't know. You had one draft where all what you did was take pictures. You know, all you did, where's Bedard? Like, what happened to that guy? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I mean, where's Cole Waits? What's going on there? Yeah. Well, Cole Waits, they bought him up. He kind of struggled. They had to send him back down. No. I think right now, I mean, you're 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 looking at Harrison and Wynn right now. I think those are kind of I know Seth, whatever happened to Seth Corey? That's another I one. Have no idea. It seemed like he was in the wings forever. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're not hearing from him anymore. Um, but no, I agree with. I don't think it's it's a huge worry. The Giants have been very good no. pitchers overall. Alex Wood looks great. Alex Cobb looks great. Looks great. So some wins there. Scalfani looks better. Yeah, all things considered with Disclefani. Let's talk about Disclefani really quick. I want to spend a quick minute on him. Who, you know, we've seen some wacky injuries over the years. When he came out in that start against Arizona, I was really worried. And then I found out afterwards that uh, he dropped a piano bench on his toe <laughs> and his toenail came off. Oh, and now we're talking about toenails and pianos. And I'm wondering, where is Jeremy Affelt in all of this? <laughs> that was, that was, you know, Di Scalfani is the Jeremy Affelt now of, of injuries. I'm willing to laugh at it only because he's starting tomorrow. Um, but that was just, I think it kind of just scores out how important Di Scalfani has been that where. He's got, he's got a he's got an owie on his toe and you're you're worried about him. The it's not funny, but the worst pitcher injury in terms of non-baseball that the Giants have ever suffered. It's Madison Bumgarner on the ATV. Yes, that that was a that ruined their season. It was a franchise. I mean, how, the impact on that season, I think, is debatable. I'm not sure how good that 2017 team would have been if he didn't get hurt. That was still a bad team. You know, you lose 98 games. You're not a Madison Bumgarner away from all of a sudden being Take a Take Garrett Cole attention. off the Yankees, right? Take Madison yeah. Bumgarner off the Giants at that oh, time. I'm, not say, I'm, not, I'm definitely not that. agreeing that it made an impact. But, I mean, I remember yeah. Brian Sabian was even kind of ruminating over that team that year that I don't know about this team because they were still kind of stuck Denard's in the, what happened in, in 2016 and coming up short there. And I just think there was a funkiness over that uh, 2017 team that kind of – um set the tone there uh last thing i want to do before we get out of here is uh i want to do a quick uh tour through the bullpen uh shasky if you were to power rank the relievers that you trust the most in the non camille doval division who would be your top five relievers on the giants right now in no order or order or or from five to one however you want i'm gonna go no order okay the rogers brothers david alexander Scott Alexander. Scott Alexander. <laughs> yeah. I know a David Alexander. There Scott you go. Alexander. 
I don't think there's a fifth one. Yeah. So you know, I'll 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 rank them. I'll go for wrong? five. I'll go for number five up to number one because I don't totally disagree with you. Um, so my number five is Juna, is Jacob Junis. I think he's looking. You know I think what? I forgot really about Junis. Yeah. I forgot he's, about Junis. Good he's call. really in that swingman role. Yeah. He, uh, he's not been sharp, though, this year. He's been bit by the, the long sliders ball all a little over the place. Bit. It really is all over the place. But I, I trust that he will still come around. Um, after that is Taylor Rogers. He's probably my number four. He's scoreless since he threw the glove away, but he's still walking guys at a career high rate right now. And he's another one where you look at kind of his heat chart, the sinker, one of his better pitches is kind of all over the place as well. I would like to see him tighten that up a little bit. John Brebby is my number third trusted reliever. The ERA is looking ugly, but there are some other metrics that suggest that maybe you'll get some positive regression there. Uh, I do worry a little bit about his usage. The Giants used him a lot this last year. They're using him a lot already this year. Uh, number two is Tyler Rogers. I've always been a big Tyler Rogers guy. Yes, I love submariners. Guy can get ground balls almost whenever you need them. As I mentioned, you know, Tuesday night, I'm freaking out about a potential Manaya Harper matchup, and he comes in and gets a quick ground ball, and then gets Trey Turner on a weak fly ball to center, gets out of the inning. That's what I like to see out of Tyler Rogers. And number one, Shaskis might surprise you, Scott Alexander. I trust him a lot. The ERA looks ugly, but he is absolutely a small sample size guy. Yes. Remember when he came in on Monday night, you and I both text the thread. I have a bad feeling yeah, about this. We were totally like, it's like, this is got out of it. ugly. And he got out of it. Shasky, he's given up nine runs this year. Six of those runs came in back-to-back starts against the Cardinals and back-to-back appearances against the Cardinals. And then another three spot in San Diego when they were, or not in San Diego, in Mexico city, they're basically playing a game on the moon. So, when you take that away, when you take those runs away, the numbers look a lot better. And I yeah. think he is a small sample size guy. And that's the problem when you have kind of, when you get blown up as a reliever early on in the season, it's the rest of the year, you're, you're, you're ch- yes. chipping that ERA away. Remember last year, Tyler Rogers had a really bad outing against the Mets. I think he gave up like six runs in a third of an inning. Well, yeah, and you stay look, out there. Yeah. And you look at the numbers, like it was like soft hit after soft. <laughs> he was like a duck snort after duck snort. And it was an ugly ERA really until the end of August. And it made Tyler Rogers, I think, an unfair scapegoat for the Giants' problems because people look at that unsightly ERA. And I mean, you remember the kind of the, the colorful conversations about Tyler Rogers we had on the morning roast. No, you know it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think Scott Alexander, he's in that same kind of boat where let's get him a little bit more work. You'll yeah. start to see that ERA come down. Don't worry about the ERA. You know, there's there's two ugly appearances that are inflating it, so I'm not worried. So those are my top five right now outside of uh, Camille Duvall. I love Jasmine, it. Before we get out of here, do you have any final thoughts? We got the Marlins in town this weekend, but no yeah, Jazz, Jazz Chisholm's hurt, which sucks. I'm what? supposed to go to the game tomorrow night. Yeah. I'm already yawning in the middle of this show. I got to go take a nap and, and lay down <laughs> so I can catch these Giants. Though I'm really excited. If they can win two out of three against the Marlins, I'll really be excited. Yeah, the Marlins, who they – last few years, they've really struggled against the Marlins. Not just in the last few years, just overall. It seems like the Marlins always seem to give the Giants problems. The Marlins are one of the teams that just kind of, they're a Giants nightmare, not just well, in terms of they always 97, have seven. 97, 2003, Scott Cousins. It's, there's a lot of Scott bad Cousins. memories associated with the Marlins. Lou Grinson and, and, and Hunter Strickland. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's been a lot of them. Yeah, the Marlins just, yeah, for whatever reason, it's just, it's never a fun time when these it's two teams get together. Conine. So, but it is, it is always a good time when you and I get together on this podcast. We will be back next week with uh, a Giants Marlins series to talk about. We'll have more Casey Schmidt exploits to talk about. And uh, let's uh, knock on wood. We might have a special uh, appearance from someone on the next podcast. I don't want to give like anything it. away, though. I like so, it. Until then, uh, Sam Lubin and Joe Shasky, uh, the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. We will catch you on the next one.